Welcome back to the Balance Factor podcast. My name is Emily, I am your host, and this show aims to help you understand the complexities of human health and well-being. And for today's episode, we are going to just do a solo episode. It's just going to be me, no guest appearances this week. I wanted to stick solo and focus this episode on gaining confidence and staying in your own lane. Now, with the seasons changing, things a lot of things are picking up, the world's getting busy. I find with myself, and you can even feel it in the air, that a lot of people feel stressed or they just got a lot going on. And with that can come a lot of self-doubt and um, insecurity. And for me personally, I've grown a lot throughout the last couple years, especially within my confidence. I used to be a very, in, I don't know what, unconfident? Unconfident. I used to be a very unconfident individual. Not more in terms of insecure. It was more about self-doubt and not being assertive in my own actions and feeling content with the choices I was making, the decisions I would do, or going into certain situations. Um, And especially, you know, if you're a student listening or even if you're in your workplace, there's a lot more, you know, the end of the year deadlines will be coming up soon or you have midterms. Things start building up and in order to perform your best and excel, you need to go in with your best foot forward and be confident. So that's what I wanted to focus today's episode on. I think it's going to be a good one. Well, I hope it is. It is going to be a good one. You know what? Let's be confident in it. It's going to be good. And before we dive into the topic, we're going to cover um, this week's favorite. And for this week, I got a little something different. I, It's not a food. It's not a product. It's a song. And if you've been on social media re- recently, there is that Beyonce song called Cuff, Cuff It. On your check. Yeah, no, I was right. It's called Cuff It. Um, it just boosts my mood. It's just so much fun. And there's also like a TikTok dance to it. And I'm not going to lie. Yes, I taught myself to dance. And I do it by myself all the time when I'm listening to it. So anyways, um, besides that, um, I think it's time we get into this week's episode and talk about gaining confidence. <laughs> Okay, so gaining confidence. What does that look like? What does it mean? How does it work? There's a lot of things involved in the process and figuring out how to gain confidence for yourself and not for other people. And I think before I kind of get into things that have helped me personally, if I kind of explained where I've come from and how I've gone from a point where I was very... um, unsure of myself and the actions and choices I made and to now where you know I wake up and I'm much more assertive and I'm confident in the choices and things that I do and where where I'm what I'm meaning to talk about in terms of confidence it's not about you know the way you specifically look I'm not talking about confidence in that sense I'm going to be talking more confidence related to performance and holding your head up high talking to people and more related to your personality and your who you are generally as a person rather than physical 
um, attributes. So for this episode, that's what we're going to focus on here. Not that there's anything wrong with the other side of confidence, but I just wanted to specifically focus this episode on that side of it. So for me personally, it took me a really long time to gain confidence in my decisions and things that I was doing. I came from a place, you know, especially when I was in my undergrad degree, even in high school, um, even within the last couple of years, just anything I would do, any kind of choice that I would make, I would second guess myself. I would look to other people for reassurance. I would doubt my decisions and reminisce on certain things that I did or choices I made and then you know get myself into these dark holes where I just felt so unsettled and it took me a while to figure out really what my purpose is and what makes me happy and what I want in life and I think especially during COVID when I had time to sit back and reflect on everything that was present in my life it really gave me this outlook on okay what is it that I actually want to do not what everybody else wants me to do or what I think they want me to do what does Emily want and that's the main point here and I'll I'll dive into it later but what is it that you want to do regardless of what anybody else is thinking so like for example um, say my friends were going out or um, I was invited to an event, something like that, and I couldn't decide whether I wanted to go, maybe something else was happening at the same time, or I just wasn't, it wasn't the right fit for me, wasn't feeling it, or I wasn't feeling great. It would take me hours and hours to decide what to do. And when I came to the terms of the decision, I still didn't feel good about it, regardless of either it was the right or wrong decision. I didn't feel settled with it. I would make the decision and be like, oh, no, 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 maybe I should have done this. And it's this constant flip-flopping yo-yo effect of feeling one way and then the other way and not feeling that confidence within on the decision that I actually made. And this would even come up in school settings where I would go into exams and second guess myself even though I knew everything going into the exam I would basically get massive test anxiety um, to the point where I would have panic attacks during tests and um, really struggle when I would write them because my confidence was just so low in my abilities my anxiety would take over and totally hinder my real truths and beliefs of what was actually fact and what was fiction so over time I have grown tremendously and I have figured out how to be more confident with myself and the choices I've made and it's not one specific thing I've done but there are a lot of things involved I would say within the last two years I've learned that have really helped me and where I'm at today is not I'm not there yet however I'm getting there and I think it's important that you know I record these episodes when I'm still in the process of learning things because it's it's important to share the process of going through things and how you come from one place to the other but kind of catch yourself in between and 
if for anyone listening who's in a similar position or maybe is starting out or is there already, this is a point where they can reflect on in their journey and help them get to where they want to be. And I think one of the main reasons why I really struggled with this as well is not only do I have very bad anxiety, however, I was very scared of coming across cocky to friends, family, anyone that was in my life. Um, This was something I really did not want to portray myself as and I, I didn't realize that there is a way to be confident in your abilities but not come across cocky and I think it's important that we differentiate what the actual difference is so cockiness involves conceit or overconfidence which often comes from insecurity while confidence involves self-assurance which comes from an understanding of one's abilities or qualities so they're two different very very different things that stem from very different areas. One comes from insecurities, the other one comes from understanding of what you're capable of and what you're able to do. So with that said, let's discuss a couple things that I've learned in the last few years that genuinely have helped me and it wasn't something that I specifically said I was going to do this to get myself more confident. It was more of a mindset of I want to be more grounded with my choices and things that I do so I'm slowly going to progress to get there because this process for me personally has been slow. It's not been quick. It's been a little like inch by inch by inch thing um, which may differ for different people. But, you know, a lot of it stems from experience and that takes time. Okay, so the very first thing that I started to do was to slowly take risks. Slowly. That doesn't mean going wild one night and taking risks. No. This more meant slowly taking risks that were things that terrified me or scared me. And starting to do them. So that meant, you know, maybe not committing to certain situations. Not looking over my notes one more time before going into an exam. Little, little things that are not absolutely necessary. I would start to slowly take risks with. And over time, it showed me that I was okay. I was going to be okay if I didn't do those things and that it didn't make or break the final outcome of how I performed on that test or how I performed at that track meet or whether or not I ruined friendships or felt like I was disconnecting from people. I realized that, you know, if I didn't if I didn't go and hang out with my friends that one night, it didn't mean I was going to lose those friendships because our friendship was our friendship. It wasn't, it, it didn't revolve around that one specific going out night. And then over time, I was able to take bigger and bigger risks, which led to more confidence in my ability because I had that previous experience that I was going to be okay. And this kind of goes into my second kind of point is that 
the more experience you gain, the more you have to base off of, which gives you that confidence and reassurance going into new situations. So the more and more you push yourself outside of your comfort zone and take bigger leaps outside of that zone, the more experience you have to reflect on and when you're going into a situation where you don't feel comfortable, you can think to yourself, I've done this before, I can do this, I'm totally capable of putting my best foot forward and performing to the best that I can. I've done this, I've survived, and really, what is the worst thing that's going to happen in this situation? And most of the time, it's not really anything that drastic. And on the topic of experiences, one thing I really learned and noticed is the more I continue to do things that were positive experiences, the more I was able to realize what made me feel good and what didn't make me feel good. And the things that did make me feel good, I became very confident in doing them. So For example, say I went to a new fitness studio, tried out a new uh, workout class, and it didn't make me feel that great. Sometimes you go to a class and it's just, it's not the right fit. It could be the environment, the people that go there, uh, the time of day it's at, the instructor. Really, sometimes it just is not the right fit. And if I tried to force it and keep going there, it just didn't make me feel good. So... I realized that the more I decide to choose the positive experiences rather than force the negative ones, the better the outcomes were. And this even came with friendships and hanging out with certain people. The more I looked back and realized, okay, how did that make me feel or what what was the outcome of this situation? the more I was able to select and be more assertive with the decisions I make going forward and have overall better experiences in the end. And yes, there still are days where, you know, I don't choose as many positive experiences as I have in the past, but it's still, it's a learning process. And it takes a lot of time and generally you learn as you grow. And that's that's what we're doing here is we're learning as we're growing. So the next thing that I think was the hardest for me to realize, but it it was the most impactful in getting me to where I am today, is removing myself from people that were not meant for me. As someone who is a perfectionist and feels that they need to please other people, which some people struggle from this, I do, I've gotten much better at it as we're talking, but still it is a struggle of mine. With that came a lot of feeling like I needed to please everybody and regardless of how people made me feel, I felt that it was wrong to maybe not hang out with them or you know, move forward from those relationships. But I think especially with COVID and having some time removed from other people, it really made me realize who was important to me and who made me feel my best. And that just came with looking at how much of these people communicate with me and what was it that I was gaining from our relationship? Were they uplifting me or were they pulling me down? 
there's a lot of things that are involved in friendships, um, romantic relationships, uh, even relationships with your siblings, anything like that. And it can become extremely complicated. And it doesn't mean you don't have to be friends with these people. It just means that maybe you don't hang out with them or communicate with them to the same extent that you used to. And I always thought it had to be like a consistent relationship where you, I I would give everyone my all. And I'm very much a giver. Um, You know, if if someone were to ask me what my love language is, it's giving. I love to give especially baked goods. That's my, that's my go-to. If, uh, if you know me well, I, I give cookies and things like that. But anyways, I thought I always had to give to people and I realized that I don't have to do that. And with that, I was able to have some more time to myself and reflect on what I actually wanted to do and not what the people in my life wanted me to do, What was it that Emily really wanted to do going forward? Did she want to go and do her master's? Did she want to go and move and live in Toronto? Did she want to get her own dog? Yes, 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 and yes. (laughs) Some of those questions I did ask myself, and sometimes there were no, there were other questions, but those are just some examples. I Once I removed people that were not making me feel good, I was able to realize what made me feel good for myself. And it didn't mean that I wasn't no longer friends with these people. It just meant that we communicated on a different level and wavelength than we used to. And that is totally okay. And it it genuinely doesn't mean that you're no longer friends or close with this person. It just means that you've grown in different ways. And with growth, you value the relationship from a different point of view. And by having that time to yourself and, you know, I've done some episodes on how to cope with loneliness and the mindset of being alone and how it doesn't actually mean you're lonely. However, it depends on a lot of things. So if you're curious, go listen to that episode because it's a, it's a really good one. It kind of ties into what I'm saying here. But with that, I was able to realize what I wanted to do and I didn't involve other people in my decisions because I was by myself more often than I used to be and yes that was terrifying and extremely uncomfortable but I would not be where I am today if I didn't give myself that opportunity and I'm not telling you right now to go and put yourself in the corner and be lonely all day that's not what I mean Even if you don't want to remove people in your life and you're totally comfortable with being an extrovert and constantly communicating with people, that is totally, totally fine. And that's, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. However, what I'm suggesting is maybe when it comes to making decisions, if you're somebody who struggles with confidence in your abilities is to remove other people in the decision-making process. So, you know, when it comes to picking out a shirt at the mall, maybe don't text all of your friends and ask them what you think that shirt, how it looks on you. Maybe decide for yourself. Do you like it or do you not like it? What do you think? Right? So it's little things like that that you can implement that allow you to think for yourself rather than having other people think for you. And how you can really figure out whether or not people are inflicting your decisions or really making an impact on your ability to do things for yourself and what you genuinely want to do is to just slowly observe 
how people around you impact your emotions and the way you feel and the things you do does it result in good or bad behaviors does it make you feel more anxious does it make you feel more down does it uplift you these are all kind of things that people can really influence and depending on other people's personalities can have a major impact on the choices you make going forward So this whole process is really essential in figuring out, you know, what what is right and what's not maybe the best for you. And now a couple more things to talk about. One is talking to people, anyone, anywhere. This is something that is not easy to do, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. So if you go into a coffee shop, you go into a restaurant, you go into a store and you're by yourself, go out of your way to even just make a small remark to somebody there. Whether you're standing in line and maybe the line's really long and you turn to someone and say, oh my goodness, this is a long line. The more you start talking to people that are not within your group of people and they're completely external, The more you're able to see things from a new perspective and you're being more assertive with people you don't know. So in the long run, you know, this comes with really good practice. Say you're doing an interview. You don't know the person doing the interview, but you've given yourself those little ounces of practice where you've talked to complete strangers so that when you go into these situations, again, you have that experience to base yourself base off of and to make yourself feel good going forward and hold your head up high into that situation and not feel like you have no idea what you're doing. And one of the last things, which may sound a little cliche, is to take on new activities or new hobbies, something, something in your life that you've never done before and is scary to you. This can literally be anything. It doesn't mean you need to go out and put yourself on a basketball court and learn how to play basketball. That's not what I mean. It's just something that you've never done before that maybe interests you, but you're scared to do it. So that could be, you know, learning how to cook. Maybe you have no idea how to cook and you only know how to cook eggs and you want to learn some new recipes, but you just, you don't feel comfortable doing it. Doing something that you have never taken on in your life will give you the confidence when you're put into new situations on the spot or in uncomfortable situations it will give you that ability to realize that you're able to do things when you don't feel comfortable for me personally this whole podcast I wanted to do it but I was absolutely terrified for Two years. It honestly, it took me two years to sit down and start recording. But as I started taking it on and realizing, wow, I'm really, I, I, I can do this. I can sit down and talk to a microphone. The more I realized it was giving me confidence in other areas of my life. I was in a situation last week where I had to talk to a group of people, about 10 and 15 people, And in the past, I used to get very red in the face and have a really hard time articulating what I wanted to say. But I automatically just started talking to people, no problem. 
And I didn't even realize this until afterwards. And I was like, holy crap, I've, I've never been able to do that before. Like, I feel really good about this situation. And it gave me that confidence that I, I can do this going forward. I can go into an interview now and feel better about what I'm saying and not feel like I'm second guessing every single thing that comes out of my mouth. So, you know, even if this is cooking, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the situation is. But when you go into situations where you're uncomfortable, you have that ability to be confident in uncomfortable situations because you've put yourself out there and you've tried new things. And the more and more you do this, the more and more you realize that you are capable of doing this. You can do this. It's just a matter of gaining that experience and having that mindset going forward to realize that you can get there. So I think collectively, if we were to narrow down this entire episode into three main things, the bottom line of gaining confidence in your abilities and things that will help you get there is building experience for yourself, putting yourself in the environment to excel. So that means removing people in your life or including more people in your life that make you feel better. And lastly is the mindset. And those, all three of them tie together and relate to each other in one way or another. But the more and more you focus on those things, I guarantee you'll be more confident walking into that exam room and writing that exam. You'll be more confident walking into that interview and getting that job. And you'll be more confident going into that big presentation you have to do at work. The more and more you practice and the more and more you take risks, those small little inches, the better you're going to feel about what you're capable of and who you are inside and out. Alrighty guys, I hope this episode uplifted you and inspired you to put your best foot forward and start taking charge of your life. Start taking charge of your abilities and confidence when you go into new situations and things that terrify you. Start taking those risks. Start putting yourself out there because no one else is going to do it except for you. So you can do this. I believe in you and you will get there. It's a process. Let me tell you, I'm still going through it, but it will come. With that said, I hope you enjoyed listening and I hope you can leave a review and rate this podcast because I would sincerely appreciate it. And it only takes two minutes. It really does. Not even. It takes like 30 seconds and you know what also takes like 15 seconds is following me on instagram so and tiktok at balance factor just go do it right now don't think about it just do it anyways thank you guys so much for the support i appreciate it so much and i will see you next wednesday for another new episode bye guys